Welcome to Furniture Industry News for Monday, November 20th, 2023 from FurniturePodcast.com, where you can stay up to date on the latest news surrounding the ever-evolving furniture industry. In today's episode, we'll cover Temper Sealy's compliance with FTC's request, the National Retail Federation's principles for AI use, the rising demand for retail space, the liquidation of Rosenthal Contemporary Interiors, the changes in Atlanta Market's exhibit locations, and Ethan Allen's reinvention with grand reopening events. Temper Sealy International has announced that it has certified substantial compliance with the Federal Trade Commission's second request for documents and information in relation to the proposed acquisition of Mattress Firm. The certification is pursuant to the Hart-Scott-Rodino Antitrust Improvements Act of 1976, as amended. Temper Sealy is looking forward to the growth opportunities that this acquisition will bring. Chairman and CEO Scott Thompson expressed excitement about the long-term prospects for the global company and stated that the combination with Mattress Firm will enhance their shared opportunities. Temper Sealy believes that this merger will enable them to leverage their extensive product development and manufacturing capabilities with vertically integrated retail, allowing them to get closer to consumers and drive continued innovation. The transaction is expected to close in mid to late 2024, pending satisfaction of closing conditions and receipt of all regulatory approvals. This development highlights Temper Sealy's commitment to expanding its presence in the mattress specialty retail market and reinforces their position as a leader in the industry. The National Retail Federation has released its principles for the use of artificial intelligence in the retail sector to support the industry's strategic planning and governance of AI applications. Developed by the NRF's Center for Digital Risk and Innovation, these principles aim to promote consumer trust, facilitate innovation, and ensure the beneficial use of AI technologies in retail. Christian Beckner, the NRF's Vice President of Retail Technology and Cybersecurity, emphasizes the significance of these principles as retailers increasingly leverage AI to improve operations and customer experience. The principles are categorized into four areas, governance and risk management, customer engagement and trust, workforce applications and use, and business partner accountability. Retailers are encouraged to establish strong internal governance protocols for A, II, ensuring its expected benefits while managing associated risks. Transparency about AI usage that impacts customers is essential, along with safeguards against unlawful discrimination. Alignment with existing privacy and cybersecurity policies is crucial for governing consumer-facing AI applications. Ongoing oversight and review of AI applications affecting employees and supporting business needs are also necessary. Moreover, clear guidelines and expectations should be set for business partners providing AI tools, datasets, and services. The NRF's Center for Digital Risk and Innovation serves as a focal point for engaging with technology issues relevant to the retail industry. In the future, the center intends to publish reports and additional guidelines in order to provide more context and assist retailers in utilizing these principles effectively. Retailers can find further information online about the center and its recommendations for AI. In conclusion, the NRF's principles aim to ensure the appropriate and effective governance of AI in the retail sector, promoting customer trust, innovation, and responsible use of AI technologies. 
The demand for retail space is experiencing a significant increase for several reasons. One of the primary drivers is the aftermath of the pandemic. As COVID-19 restrictions eased in 2021 and 2022, there was a notable resurgence in in in-person shopping experiences, resulting in a significant surge in U.S. retail sales. This momentum continued, with a 6% increase in retail sales year over year. Another contributing factor is the pivot of e-commerce native businesses to physical retail. By establishing brick-and-mortar stores, these online brands have expanded their customer base, market presence, and sales. On average, these businesses have seen a remarkable 37% increase in sales in their respective localities. The cost of customer acquisition in the online space has significantly increased over the past five years. As a result, it is projected that by 2025, 30% of digital transactions will find fulfillment in physical locations, further driving the demand for retail space. The evolving trend can be seen in the strategies of retailers such as Wayfair and Warby Parker. Wayfair's 150,000-square-foot store offers an immersive shopping experience, while Warby Parker aims to expand from 200 to 240 stores this year with a long-term goal of operating 900 stores. Additionally, non-traditional entities, including those in the fitness, medical, and grocery sectors, are increasingly occupying conventional retail spaces. These spaces provide advantages such as lower rent, enhanced visibility, parking, accessibility, and convenience for targeting specific audiences. The rise of new furniture categories is another transformative aspect in the retail space. Outdoor furniture stores, for example, are taking up spaces previously occupied by traditional retailers, reflecting shifting consumer preferences. However, it's important to note that the real estate landscape is also influenced by rising interest rates, leading to a downturn in activities such as building, selling, and pricing. Construction starts for retail spaces have hit an all-time low due to historically high interest rates. This trend is expected to persist until interest rates recede, paving the way for renewed construction efforts and continued demand for retail spaces. In conclusion, the increased demand for retail space is a result of the current economic landscape, changing consumer behaviors, strategic expansions, and the adaptation of spaces to new business categories. This presents both challenges and opportunities for stakeholders in the retail and real estate sectors. Rosenthal Contemporary Interiors, a Minneapolis-based retailer, is embarking on a total liquidation as the owner retires after over four decades at the helm. With a rich history spanning 128 years as a family-owned and operated business, The going-out-of-business sale commenced on November 9th and will continue until all inventory is liquidated at both locations, 22 North 5th Street in downtown Minneapolis and 13,153 Ridgedale Drive in Minnetonka. The Minneapolis building is currently up for sale and Planned Furniture Promotions, PFP, has been entrusted with overseeing the liquidation process and associated events across the two stores. Tom Liddell, Senior Vice President at PFP, expressed gratitude for the opportunity to contribute to the preservation of the century-old business's proud legacy. Beginning in 1895 as Rosenthal Furniture, the store was established by Aaron and Rose Rosenthal, along with their son Harold. Over the years, Harold passed on the ownership to his children and ultimately his granddaughter Rosie in the late 1980s. Rosie, in collaboration with her cousin Scott, co-owned Rosenthal Furniture until 1999 when she bought out his share to assume full ownership. 
Under Rosie's leadership, the company underwent a strategic transformation, focusing on contemporary and luxury products. Joining the Contemporary Design Group and becoming its only Minnesota member, Rosie officially renamed the business as Rosenthal Contemporary Interiors in 2017. Throughout the decades, the Rosenthal family successfully weathered economic recessions, as well as a fire and flood that affected their flagship store in downtown Minneapolis. To ensure the store remained modern and appealing, a significant renovation took place six years ago. As Rosenthal Contemporary Interiors enters this new chapter, its customers are invited to take part in the going out of business sale and say farewell to a business that has made a lasting impact in Minneapolis for over a century. Atlanta Market has announced changes in the location of several temporary exhibit categories for the upcoming January 2024 edition of the market. The goal behind these changes is to create a more cohesive and compelling presentation. The temporary exhibits will now be exclusively housed in buildings two and three of America's Mart Atlanta. This move will allow for a consolidated and organized display of diverse lines and vibrant products. The January Atlanta market will see the relocation of six out of more than 30 temporary product categories. As a result, over 1,400 temporary exhibitors will be distributed across nine floors in buildings two and three. The move will result in a consolidation of home accents, home furnishings, fine linens, and home textiles resources from building one to building two, bringing together all home decor exhibitors onto one floor. Similarly, Housewares, tabletop, and specialty food categories will be presented together on floor three. In addition to these changes, Ann Moore has established partnerships with three trade organizations to enhance the buyer experience. The Museum Store Association's The Gallery Collection, Georgia Grown, and the Greeting Card Association's featured Noted Village will all have designated areas within buildings two and three, showcasing specialized product offerings. Overall, the temporary exhibits will be spread across five connected floors in buildings two and three, encompassing various categories such as high design, fine linens, gourmet, outdoor living, and fashion accessories, among others. Ethan Allen, a longstanding company in the interior design industry, is embarking on a reinvention journey at the age of 91. With the aim of becoming the ultimate destination for interior design, the company recently held grand reopening celebrations in several of its design centers. The festivities included ribbon-cutting ceremonies, giving guests the opportunity to explore new products, meet the interior designers at each location, and immerse themselves in the refreshed and reimagined design centers. Notably, Farooq Kathwari, the chairman, president, and CEO of Ethan Allen, attended the events in New York City and Marlton, New Jersey. Emphasizing the company's commitment to constant reinvention, Kathwari stated that Ethan Allen has been making significant investments in technology across all areas of its operations. This investment has empowered interior designers to merge personal service with cutting-edge technology when working with clients. Kathwari also highlighted the development of a robust network comprising entrepreneurial leaders and interior designers as well as a focus on expanding and enhancing the product offerings through a combination of classics and a modern perspective. Additionally, the company has made substantial investments in its North American manufacturing facilities, where around 75% of its products are manufactured. Furthermore, Ethan Allen has established an efficient logistics system, enabling nationwide product delivery at a single cost.
stay tuned to Furniture Industry News from FurniturePodcast.com to stay informed on the latest updates in the furniture industry. And make sure to subscribe for future episodes.